Hello, welcome to our Worship Facility Podcast, Right Above the Noise, Four Keys to Developing Compelling Content in Your Communication with Laura Woodworth. I'm Gene Lass, Editor of Worship Facility. Hey guys, I'm talking with Laura Woodworth. Laura, you're with Cook Media Group. Tell us a little bit about your role there uh, with Phil and Kathleen Cook there at Cook Media Group. Yeah, very good. I'm a development executive for Cook Media Group in Los Angeles, and so I'm helping develop things. It's a, it's a varied position, so I deal with communications, um, helped write the TBN award-winning series Inexplicable with Phil there, and so, yeah. Now, are you new to the staff? How long have you been with them? I've been with Phil and Kathleen for five years. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're great friends, uh, great people there in Hollywood, really, uh, you know, Christians in mm-hmm. a very unique space. Uh, how has that been for you? Do you live in California with them, or are you remote? We lived in California, lived in L.A. Um, up until right before the pandemic hit. And so right now I am working remotely from the Midwest and most of our team is working remotely. It works out well. LA shut down pretty hard, pretty hard and pretty fast. So yeah, it's a new age that we're living in. Yes. All right. So you're doing a a workshop here all about communication uh, right above the noise. It's what it's called Four keys to developing compelling content Mm -hmm. uh, in your communication. So you're talking to church communicators screenwriters, things like that. So kind of give me an overview of your workshop. Well, it's really based on the fact that the the pandemic and the digital age that really churches were forced into, whether they wanted to be in it or not, um, it's, it's made the competition for digital content very fierce, and it's put an increasing demand on church communications teams to develop content whether they're, you know, writing, you know, web content, blogs, social media, any of that. Is that something that you feel like people are trained to do? Like, that, do they have enough knowledge and experience in church world? Or do you think that they've kind of been thrown into the deep end a little bit and expected <laughs> to do things that maybe they're not? Kind of sink and swim, sink, yeah. sink or swim. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe a mixture. Yeah. I'm sure there's a mixture of both, <laughs> but what do you think? No, I think, I think you're right. I think, I mean, it's really great when a church can actively seek out the right people with the right qualifications and skills to fulfill those communications roles. But I think the reality of it is very few churches are in that position. And so a lot of times we're bringing in people um, or raising at people within our congregations to take those roles. So as far as training goes, I think it's a lot of on-the-job training. Yeah. So what should they know? What are some keys to the new way of communication, especially in church world, that like, hey, you really should be proficient at these few things. Anything come to mind? (laughs) You know, I think probably the biggest thing that people need to understand in the digital age is that we've got to optimize our content. You know, gone are the days where we can just, you know, write a really nice little article and put it out there. Um, we've got to optimize, we've got to be aware of the search engines and how to um, navigate that. And that's one of the key things that I do help churches with through Cook Media Group is optimizing their content, whether, whether it's a YouTube description or, you know, social media or whatever. Right. So people have to find your content in order for it to be valuable. Bingo. Yes. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's talk through that. So what are some major ways that 
people can find our content, whether that's Google, we need to make sure that we have good SEO or what things come to mind when, if I'm thinking of optimization, mm-hmm. what are like top, mm-hmm. top three? I've got to be paying attention to. I'm just going to give you a top one, okay? okay. Sure. <laughs> and that is simply that we've got to do our keyword research. And um, I think at the, the, the CFX conference, we've heard a lot about target audiences and knowing your audience. And I'm, I'm very, very big on that. And that you do need to start there, but then you've got to do the keyword research and find out what is your audience searching for. If you know what they're searching for, then you can become the solution. You can become the answer. And especially when we're talking church communication, we want to be that in the world. We want to be the solution. We want to be the answer. And um, I'm just going to tag on this. Um, I think for me, especially as I watch what's going on in our culture and especially in the, in the, in the U.S., um, more than ever, God's people have got to be strategic. We've got to understand this yeah. so that we are being found and our content is being read. Do you think we're losing ground? Do you think we're not able to keep up with culture? That's, boy, that's a loaded, loaded question. It really is. Um, Here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing more and more people who want to write, more and more people who want to produce. And that's encouraging because that's what needs to happen. And it's got to start even in the small things. And so I, I I think right now the world is probably ahead of us. Um, just because they've got an agenda too, you yeah. know, and, but, but the church is catching up. Yeah. How's that? <laughs> so I want to ask you this. I want to dive into to your four uh, key elements. Uh, and that is the, 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 the skill or just being good. I think of in Hollywood uh, where, where you guys at Cook Media Group are folks like Jerry Bruckheimer, uh, folks uh, like Mark Burnett, uh, and folks like that that are that lean more, that are more believers, uh, more are in tune with the things of, of God, or at least lean a little bit more conservative. But people respect them because they're great. And I might be sharing names here that people don't know about, but yeah. Mark Burnett is a producer of Survivor and mm-hmm. shows like that. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer is a major movie producer, conservative uh, guy. So uh, those are just examples that I can think of, of guys that are just really good at their craft mm-hmm. and have been able to kind of penetrate culture because of just their skill level. So how does that sit with you? What do you think about that? I think they're people we can admire and look to, quite honestly, because, because they have, they've done their homework. Yeah. You know, they've taken the gifts and callings that God placed in their lives and they've done what they needed to do to hone their craft and become good at what they're doing, yeah. you know. And so they're well respected in Hollywood as well as, you know, in the, the secular world and yeah. that or the Christian, Christian world. Yeah, world. yeah, yeah. that's yeah. important. Good. All right. So let's dive into your four things. So uh, about when it comes to communication, your number one is what do I want to say? So walk me through me through that one. Okay, so I've got four keys to develop compelling content, and um, it's really four keys that I use every time I write. And I learned this years ago, if I use these four keys, I can write quickly and I can write well. If I don't, (laughs) then I'm banging my head against the wall. So the first key is, what do you want to say? So many times people start at that 
you know, what do you want to write about? You know, it, it kind of goes back to the days when you were in middle school and your teachers would say, um, you know, tell me about your school vacation. And it took you hours to write about your school vacation. But if we swing it and say, what do I want to say? That's a really good starting point because now you're, now you're thinking. And for church communications people, maybe they want to talk about the new discipleship class coming up. But it's like, okay, we want to talk about that, but what do you want to say about it? It's very key to think and to have that be your starting point. Good. All right, so let's move to your number two, and that is, who do you want to say it to? Exactly. So while you're thinking, what do I want to say? Now you've, you've got to think, who do I want to say it to? Who is my target audience? Who am I speaking to? And that's where we dive in the, into the demographics. Um, the people that we know are our audience or the people that we know we want to be our audience. We want to gain their attention. I have a really good story of, I mean, this was way back in the early 2000s where I was writing web content. And I took the time to write an article and write about a blog about testimonies and um, great things that had happened at the church over the weekend. And one of the things that had happened was a single mom had come. She had a special needs child. And in our services, her special needs child was touched. I mean, a remarkable change in his countenance and how he was able to socially relate with people. So I wrote my article, but I knew that part of my audience was going to be other moms with special needs kids. And I, I did the optimization, I did my homework, and I wrote that article, and in a few weeks we had another mom at the door with her special needs kid. And he also was touched by the hand and the presence of God. And it's a good, it's a, it's a powerful depiction of what can happen when we think through, what do I want to say and who do I want to say it to? Who do I want to reach with this? So when we think through that, can sometimes my audience be way too broad, way too big? And then the flip side, can it be too narrow? You've been talking to too many pastors. I want to reach everybody. <laughs> and we do, we do, but we really have to niche it down. We have to narrow our focus. And yeah, I guess how, how focused do I need to be, I guess is what I'm asking. You know, I think that's where the beauty of the digital age is we can tailor our content differently for different audiences. So maybe our main goal is to reach um, millennials. We can write articles that are geared towards that, but we can also make sure we're not ignoring the rest of our demographic, which may be, you know, the, the parents of, of those millennials or the, their children. So it's good to, to narrow it down while keeping the, the focus broad enough that you're not excluding people that you know are drawn to your church or ministry. Can I be caught in one of these two? Meaning like if I, if I know who I want to say something to, can I realize I might not be the one that needs to say it? You know what I mean? Like do, do I realize, oh, somebody, if I'm talking mm -hmm. to millennials, does it need to be me or does it need to be somebody else? Can somebody else reach this audience or is it always... Me. Do you mean as far as like a church team? A church team, yeah, okay. whether that's okay. your church communications team. Mm -hmm. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm not the one that needs to write the copy on this particular section okay. of the website or uh -huh. this postcard or this 
whatever blog, mm -hmm. maybe it needs to be somebody of a different age group, a different background, a different whatever. Do yeah, you come to that yeah. realization at all as you go through this? Absolutely. And I think churches will be well served if they bring um, younger people on their teams. Many, I mean, if they've got someone who's, who is a millennial, you know, bring in even someone even younger, you know, the 18, 19, 20-year-olds who, who are savvy and know how to interact with those age groups. So I think we, we do well when we bring varied voices to our team. I mean, there's always going to be a, there's got to be a gatekeeper, right. somebody who's watching over the overall communication of a church so that it maintains the voice of the church and Good. that ministry and vision of the church overall. But it's like if you were talking to your a five-year-old kid about God, you're going to talk to him differently than you would to a 54-year-old woman who just walked in the church door. So, yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. All right, so let's move to your number three, and that is what medium am I writing in? Yes, very good. And I think a lot of t a lot of times churches are still in that realm where they think they can take print copy and just throw it on their website. Or they think they can take an Instagram post and cross-post it to Facebook. I see that a lot. And it just doesn't work. You've always got to be thinking of what medium am I writing this for? Is this for a print postcard that we're going to canvas the neighborhood with? Is it for the web? Is it for TikTok? Is it a script I'm writing for TikTok? Or is it for something that's going to go over on Instagram? We've got to think of the mediums as we're developing our content. So give me some good practical. I know people uh, sitting here and listening to this podcast might be thinking, okay, I don't know the difference between Facebook and Instagram, what I should do differently. So what are some places that I can go to, to learn about how I should write for different mediums or what some things I should be thinking about? Okay. Um, I think people should just Google. <laughs> you know what? There are so many resources that are out there. Social Good. media examiners, social pilot. I mean, there, there are a ton of resources. And I'll be honest with you, it is, especially when we're talking social media and anything digital, it is always evolving. And so yes. the learning curve is great. And I'll... I mean, even if I think, well, I know, you know, I know how to write this copy, I may hop on Google and do a quick search of what's current, you know, what's current on Facebook, what's current on Instagram, and then make sure I'm tailoring my content accordingly. Good, good. All right, let's hit on your last key. What is my goal or call to action, my CTA? Abs yes, absolutely. What is my goal or call to action? You've got to know the end result. What are you trying to accomplish through this piece. And that's where I like to say that a chord should run through your writing, you know, start to finish. Don't break the chord. If you break the chord and don't know where you're going with the piece, you're going to lose your audience along the way. So, and this applies really whether you're writing, um, on the big scope of things, whether you're writing a book or a screenplay or whether you're writing a, a blog or a social media post what is my call to action on that Facebook post? What do I want people to, to do? Or it might even be, what do I want them to feel? You know, what kind of engagement am I after? So should I answer all four of these questions before I write my piece? 
So what I do when I start writing, now if it's a, if it's a social media post, I may not write this all down, but if it's a, a larger piece of writing, I'll write these four questions at the top of my page and really think them through. What do I want to say? Who do I want to say it to? What medium am I writing this in? And then what is my goal or call to action? And I do process that before I really start writing. Otherwise, it's brick wall. <laughs> good, good. All right, how, people, how can people find you, keep up with Cook Media Group? Okay, they can visit cookmediagroup.com, and they'll find a lot of information there about what Cook Media Group can do for churches and ministries and nonprofits. And then also I'm over at laurawoodworth.com, where I've got some free writing resources and um, can find out about my new book that's coming out. What's it, uh, what's it about? Uh, it is um, a rewrite of a textbook that I wrote for a college course that I taught on writing. And so the new book is coming out through iDisciple. It's called Write Above the Noise, Start and Finish, the book, blog, or screenplay God has called you to write. Awesome. Awesome. Well, as we leave today, any questions from you guys? For Laura, for us? Awesome. Well, we'll hang around here. Laura, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Carl. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tune in next time for Service Planning, Creating Incredible Services 52 Times a Year with Ben Stapley. I'm Gene Lass, Editor of Worship Facility.